Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the You Up podcast. Oh, it's Monday. I mean, it's Sunday here, but it's Monday where you are. I'm just sitting on my front porch at my parents' house. They're out at like a, an art show. My dad is, has played music every night this week, Friday, Saturday. Today is Sunday. A friend of theirs is an artist and having an art show, and my dad is playing music at it. Last night he played at a local... I, I know I told you on the Friday's podcast that he was playing on Friday night. However, it was going to be... It was Saturday night. So I hope none of you showed up on, on Friday and were like, what the fuck? So he played last night. It was nice. He played indoors, which we weren't expecting because it was raining outside. And I was worried because it's like, you shouldn't be inside right now. But um, everyone was wearing masks. Um, it was really socially distant tables. Like, we weren't close to anyone. And... Um, and I got to sing a song, and it was really, I did a lot better than the first time I sang the song. I sang Taylor Swift's uh, Death by a Thousand Cuts. And um, it went really well. I set, stood up this time, which made me feel like more comfortable, because obviously I'm used to standing up when I do stand-up comedy. And I don't know, it was really fun. I just like got into it. I watched a video of it. I posted some of it on my Instagram, but I have plans for the next time I do it. I'm really going to try to perform the hell out of it feels so good singing. I got to get back into karaoke. I really fell off. I was such a proponent of just singing karaoke in your own living room. And a lot of you got on board with that too. I loved hearing from you. But I just, um, I don't know. My mom kind of unplugged it and made it difficult to figure out how to plug it back in. And I just got away from it. But boy, did it feel good singing last night. I wish I was a better singer. I got to start taking lessons or something. There's a lot of things I got to do. I want to get into yoga. I want to get into Pilates. Because I got to work on my new walk. You guys know I got a new walk last week. And it's just, it. I haven't been able to keep it up that much. It's so hard to keep up with your new walk. Because you constantly got to like suck in your stomach. And your diaphragm has to like be elevated. Your spine has to be long. Your shoulders have to be back. You have to arch your back. It's so much work to constantly be doing that. And I just forget. And I just slump back into my regular s- stature. But last night was fun. I was super depressed going into it. I was just going to drop my mom off because um, she wanted to drink, so I gave her a ride. And I was just going to drop her off and tell my dad, like, sorry, I don't want to sing tonight. But then I talked to her on the way there, and I was telling her how depressed I've been because she has no idea. She doesn't listen to the podcast. And I kind of keep it under wraps when I'm around them. And she was highly disturbed about how depressed I am. And she did the thing where she's like, but you have this, and you have this, and you have this, and... Um, and I was like, and I know, and none of it is really making me feel better. I I don't know how to describe it. And it sucks because, you know, my life is pretty great, but I'm just, it's, I don't really feel a lot of it. I'm not letting it in. It's never enough. I was listening to, um, Russell Brand and Eckhart Tolle talk last night. I recommend it. If you're not a Russell Brand fan, don't worry. He doesn't talk during any of it. Eckhart talks the entire time. It's almost, it's funny because there's so many moments where Russell Brand is just listening to him and he just goes, because <sighs> you know he wants to talk so bad, but he can't get a word in. And Eckhart Tolle, I mean, someone said today that they can't listen to him because he sounds like a vampire. I agree with you. His voice is not soothing to me. Some people find it very ASMR. I do not like it. Um, 
But he had a really interesting thing to say, which I'm like, oh, maybe I should look into that, which is if you love yourself or you hate yourself, which some most of the time I'm on the ladder, you know, um, I hate when I'm on ladders and I hate myself when I'm on ladders. So um, but when I'm in a, in a state of hating myself, he says that when you hate yourself, then who who are if you hate yourself, then who is doing the hating? If you are yourself it's about ego and about self and that there is no self. So if you hate yourself, then who is the self? Then there must be two separate things at play there. I don't know. I just even scratched the surface of it, but it did get me thinking. And I'm interested. I sound like Britney Spears right now. And I'm really interested in figuring out about more theories about things that make me feel interested. Like she said that once in a in an Instagram. I should find it. Actually, I can't because I don't have rights to literally any audio to play you guys. But um, yeah, I just I, I want things that are going to just twist the way that I think about the world. There have been certain moments I've had or revelations and they just are like a sentence, right? Like someone just is like, hey, have you ever thought about the fact like the way that Louis C.K. talked about phones and technology and he had that one joke about, you know, someone on a plane being frustrated that the Wi-Fi wasn't working. And he's like, let it go to space. Give it some time. Think like it like it has to it has to go to space and back. You wouldn't even begin to understand any of the technology that's going on here and you're getting frustrated with it. And and anytime you get mad about a delay on an airplane, it's like you're such an asshole. To you know, you're flying through the air miraculously like a bird. And you're complaining because it's taking 20 more minutes on the tarmac. Like, have some perspective. So there's those moments I've had that have completely changed my way of thinking. And I think there's something about this self thing that that could help. I'm trying to think of other revelations I've had. I mean, the biggest one was when I got dogs. And then I suddenly saw that every animal was like a dog. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. Or birds, really. I am like have an obsession with birds, as you guys know. And I ate chicken for years, but I had parrots and parakeets. And for some reason, I just never put two and two together. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God, chickens are birds. And I was just like, well, you can't eat those anymore, bitch. So that was a major moment. I need one of those for my depression. You know what really took me out of my depression the other day was a picture I posted of this girl that was, you know, um, dying she was like in a hospital bed and her body was just atrophied with tubes in it and just kind of twisted and she just looked like she was in a lot of pain and she's like laying on this stretcher almost and she, she, her dying wish was to like go to a zoo and there was this giraffe sticking its head through the, the window and like nuzzling her arm and it just gave me so much perspective. I was really having a, a hard night that night and... For some reason, that snapped me out of it. And so I saved it on my phone, and I was like, pull this up whenever you're feeling sad. And I don't get sad about specific things like, oh, this boy won't call me, or oh, I live with my parents, that's embarrassing, or oh, I, 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 I'm not, I can't think of funny jokes anymore. It's just this like general malaise that I can't really put up my finger on. But for some reason, that snapped me out of it, and I felt like really appreciative I was just, it wasn't even like, wow, I'm so glad I'm not her. It made me think how much love and and excitement she must be feeling 
and how I could find those kind of moments in my day. I don't know. It was something about it. I think animals really uh, are powerful and healing. My dog Marion picks up on when I'm depressed. It's really bizarre. There's just no way, there's no other way to describe the extra attention she gives me on days where I'm just feeling a little bit sadder. That's why it's, I'm starting to look into getting a a bird, a, you know, anxiety bird. Not a bird with anxiety, although all, all birds look like they have anxiety. They're all twitchy and scared of everything. But just a bird that will be on my shoulder. Because I remember listening to a podcast at some point where a bird was on a guy's shoulder and would just... He was really depressed and the bird would just always be there for him when he was starting to go down that slide down that um, slide, slide down that slide. I mean, this is this is how my mind is working right now. I just couldn't think of another word for slide. But um, and the bird would just like say some shit that would like take him out of it and remind him that he's OK and it would and calm him down. So I'm like, could I be someone that just has a bird on my shoulder all the time? I know I've talked about this before, but I'm not even joking you. Could I get an emotional support bird? Is my depression bad enough for that? I don't know. I doubt it. Um, I stopped. I'm stopping to or I'm weaning off my my antidepressant because someone sent me something that was like, hey, by the way, hair loss is a big symptom of lithium. Also, loss of creativity is also a side effect of taking lithium. Um, Thanks, doctor who prescribed that to me. Uh, You know, nothing is making me more depressed than losing hair. So my antidepressant is causing hair loss. Thus, it's causing me more depression. So fuck that shit. I'm off it. I got to find something else. Um, I have been getting inundated with people sending me things about their hair loss. Thank you so much. I feel so much less alone. There are so many girls who feel the same way I do when they pull out so much hair whenever they brush it out through the shower. Um, it makes me feel so good that I'm not alone there. And I, I Googled the other night celebrities who have suffered hair loss. And I found out that Kira Knightley did. Or at least she said in one interview that she was losing her hair. And then she retracted it later on because it truly is such an embarrassing thing to admit that you're losing hair. Um, but my mom is now obsessed with my my hair falling out. My sister even mentioned something yesterday. And I blatantly told him, I was like, do you think it looks like I'm losing my hair? And my sister was like, no. She had like that tone in her voice of like, I'm being nice. And I'm like, I know it is. It's fine. Whatever. It'll grow back because I'm, I am. I bought so many new vitamins. Literally anything anyone dms me to take i have bought i spent like a thousand dollars on shit recently i take like 50 pills a morning and i know someone's gonna write me and be like don't take all those pills that's gonna cause you to have hair like anything you do wrong like tresemme i use that someone said that's making my hair fall out i've been using tresemme even when i had really thick hair and it didn't make my hair fall out so that's not it tresemme conditioner there's just no better conditioner I need so I need a a glob of conditioner that l- goes about four inches high on my hand. That's how much conditioner I need to be able to like brush through it without ripping it out. So, and I don't I cannot spend. I'm rich by all means and measures. I'm a, I'm doing very well. I will not spend thirty dollars on a conditioner because I use too much. And then it's, I get four uses out of these little bottles that cost $28. I'm talking to you, Olaplex. Go fuck yourself. Tresemme gives me more conditioning than Olaplex ever has. And I know there are sulfates and parabens and 
other things that are bad that no one really knows why they're bad, but everyone's just on board with saying that no sulfates, no parabens. And you're like, oh, wow, this company's really looking out for me. I just, I don't know. But I, there people have sent, buy these hair gummies, bought it, buy um, uh, folic acid, methyl folate, got it, got it, iron, got it, um, this weird Hawaiian pill, bought it. Um, I, I mean, I'm doing everything that you're telling me to do. I really tend to think it's like my hormones. I haven't gotten a period regularly in two years. My blood work in January, my doctor told me that... I have the hormones of a postmenopausal woman. So maybe there's something in there. So I'm going to look at that. I'm going to the doctor on Monday. I'm going to like a holistic doctor because um, fuck pills. I'm tired of taking pills. I'm tired of real doctors. No offense to any real doctors up in the house. Um, I don't have any real doctors up in my house. Although my uh, grandfather was a eye surgeon. Um, he was also an alcoholic and uh, one time... Uh, my aunt told me that he kicked a cat and so he's dead to me and dead in real life. Um, so I talked to you about getting a bird. I did find a bird that I do want to get. It's a rescue bird um, on a website called St. Louis Avian Rescue. Her name is Polly. She has the most adorable face. And between you and me, I have secretly been thinking that if I ever have a daughter I want to name her Polly like I decided that because my sister has a daughter named Poppy and I thought Polly and Poppy is such a cute name and I think I just don't hear the name Polly a lot all the girls that I've known that have been named Polly have been really sweet and good people and then this bird is named Polly and I was like oh my god it's a sign and then I realized like that's a common name for a bird and that there's no such thing as signs at least I don't think there are I got a new car yesterday um the guy uh, that is the general manager of the St. Louis Mercedes, um, he I traded in my car and got a new one. I got a little convertible, midnight blue. It's fucking gorgeous. I love it so much. He let me keep my same license plate from the last one, which I didn't tell you about, but my license plate is D410BF. And me and my friend Kirsten last week decided that it's um, it's a vanity plate, and it's down four, D4, down for 10 BF boyfriends. I'm down for 10 boyfriends. And that's what I'm driving around with. So everyone knows. I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. I've been having, I've been really depressed today as I have been for a while. And I know a lot of you are suffering with that. And I'm going to do something that I know works. I'm going to get out of my own head and I'm going to call someone whose call I have been avoiding. My aunt Sally. She's my mom's sister. She is confined to a wheelchair. She suffered many um, seizures in her life, which has made her sound like she has mental disabilities, but she's sharp as a tack. She just talks very slow, and she is hilarious and literally the most honest person I've ever met in my life. And every time she calls, which is probably three times a week, I always send it to voicemail because I don't want to talk to her because it's kind of a chore, you know? Even though I always enjoy it in the end, it does something I always am pushing off. But I'm going to do a service today and I'm going to call someone I don't want to call and I'm going to bring you guys in on it with me because she is always hilarious and you're probably not even going to believe. Uh, it, if you've listened to my show, You Up, in the past, the, the radio show I used to have, you're familiar with her. Um, well, I'm not back with Sally. I tried to call my Aunt Sally a, a dozen times and it just wouldn't go through. So we lucked out in that department. Let me tell you. No, she's a, a wonderful lady, but she talks really slow. 
I wish I could do the same thing I do when I listen to Sam Harris podcasts, which is I put it on double the speed because he just he talks very slow and I don't like things to go slow. That's why I like subtitles. Well, no, that's why I would like subtitles if I could fast forward a show. I would rather read a show with no sound and make it go faster because I can read faster than shows go. That's why I like 30 Rock. That's literally the only show that I'm watching right now because it's fast and there's not a lot of just scenes with nothing happening. Um, it just, it's it's the fastest show. It's almost like it's in fast forward. I, and I got nothing but time. That's the, the bad part about all of this. There's There's no rush. I just meditated. I'm getting back into it. I'm doing twice a day TM because um, just depression, you know. I'm going to get off my fucking medicine because obviously it's not working. And um, also making my hair fall out, I think. So going to get off that. Going to double up on meditation because I do transcendental meditation for those of you who don't know. And um, I only do it once a day. I do it as soon as I wake up in the morning for 20 minutes. But you're supposed to do it twice a day to feel the maximum effects. So, uh, yeah, before I put another drug in my system, I'm going to fucking double up on TM. Speaking of drugs, I haven't smoked weed in um, a week and seven hours or something like that. I'm not proud of myself. I really want to do it again. Um, I, uh, it, it, I've been taking a lot more Xanax. Not a lot more. I've taken three Xanax this week. And I take like 0.25 milligrams. So it's the lowest dose. But, you know, every time I have an urge to smoke weed or like... You know, I just, I finish doing something and then I don't have anything else to do after that. Like, that's why I love when life isn't in quarantine because I just stack my activities one to the next. I mean, you don't know me personally, but if you were my a friend of mine, you know that I don't leave any breather ever for anything throughout the day. I wake up and I leave enough time to meditate, enough time to wash my face, enough time to take a shower, enough time to put my makeup on, and then I'm out the door. There's never a time where I'm like, I've got some time to kill. Not even, never. I go to a set and I get there three minutes before I'm supposed to be on stage. And I really only get there three minutes before I get on stage because I don't want the managers to worry that I'm not going to show up. So otherwise I would be get there 30 seconds before. I time everything out so that there's no time for just nothing. What do you do with your time when there's nothing to do? Because I'm just filled with this regret that I'm not writing a book. I'm not doing, you know, all the things. I actually talked to Anya today on my run. And um, she said that, like, hey, she wants to help me write this book. And so I'm going to send her some pages tonight. I haven't done them yet. She's going to check in on me in probably an hour and be like, how are you doing with the pages? And I'm going to have nothing to show for it. And guess what? I'm probably not going to do them because... I don't, I'm not scared of her. I need to be scared of someone to be accountable to them. Um, but I am going to actually try to write something tonight. Someone wrote me, so people have been writing me the nicest, nicest things about the books, sending me chapter ideas, sending me theme ideas, telling me how much they want to read it. I mean, uh, all the response I get from the podcast, I mean, it's truly overwhelming and is almost kind of like a side job. I, I got to explain to you guys how many DMs I get, just so you understand. I get probably, let me look right now. I mean, let's just look. And so many of them I don't write back to. Right now I have, and these are just in the ones that of people I've already talked to, right? 
if you know the, someone I've never talked to, it goes into requests, which I have literally thousands. And I'm not bragging right now. I'm just showing you how overwhelmed. I have six new ones. And it's all nice stuff. But if you have to write back to every single nice thing someone says, it takes hours out of your day. And I often do. And it's worth it to me because I like to interact with my fans. I'm so touched that people feel so close to me and feel like that, you know, I don't know. I would feel so close to someone too if I listen to their podcast five days a week and they talked the way I talk. So I'm really grateful that you see some sort of, that you get something out of this, all of you. My sister actually just told me that my podcast is her favorite podcast, which is ridiculous. There's no reason my sister should enjoy listening to me talk. It's my goddamn sister. We grew up together. She's heard me talk, like, your family, you don't want to hear your sister talk, but um, she enjoys it. So that makes me, and all your notes and everything, it, I got a note from my friend Ryan McKee, who's an old comic friend of mine, and he says my podcast is, he enjoys it, and I'm like, fucking touched as shit, dude. Because I want to be good at this stuff, but I don't feel like I've been giving it my all recently because I've just been so sad, but just being able to be honest with you guys feels like, it's helping someone or someone's enjoying it. So good. If we're going to get really honest, I did just masturbate and I want to talk to you guys about it because I just have this thing where, well, I just meditated with people across the country. I'm doing this thing now. Bob Roth, who is like, uh, wrote a book about transcendental meditation. I really recommend it. Um, it's called, uh, still stillness is key or silence in the stillness. Something with stillness, Bob Roth, not Bob Ross, Bob Roth. Um, he does guided meditations with thousands of people every morning and every night via zoom. And so I just meditated with thousands of people. It's always at like 6 PM Eastern. And then I think like it's 7 AM Eastern every day, but you can look it up. Um, and so, yeah, I'm doubling up now because of my depression. It really, it really helps. I, I like to deny that, that it does. But whenever I meditate, the more I meditate, the less sad I feel. And I don't know how it works, you guys. And I wish it didn't because I would love to just take a pill and call it a day. But meditation works better for me than pills. So I really do recommend it. Um, but I just meditated and his voice is so soothing. And I was just like at peace in my room. And I just started kind of um, fantasizing about someone who I haven't fantasized. Well, I, well, I had like some sex dreams last night. I'm going to be real honest which felt great because glazed dog is shut down if my clit was like a light switch it would be off oh my god there is a squirrel that is very close to me looking at me up in a tree I, I don't know why I was surprised that a squirrel was in a tree it really felt like remarkable that a squirrel was up in a tree kind of looking at me like an acrobat um it's a sign no it's not Nikki it's just a fucking squirrel near you um but I got kind of turned on during my meditation, which is the fun part about meditation. You can think thoughts the whole goddamn time. I know you, I know you guys know me. I've talked about this and I go meditation. If you think it's like just having no thoughts and you go, how could I possibly do that? I have ADD. I have ADHD. I, I'm, I'm too much anxiety. It's not that you think the whole fucking time. I come up with great ideas when I meditate. It's so good. And then I go back to the mantra and I say my mantra and then I fucking start thinking about dinner that night and then I think about boys and I'm like my thoughts trail all over the place. But I've been really sexually just like not feeling anything, just numb um, downstairs and feeling like, God, am I gay? And then I've been my my friend who is dating a non-binary uh, person last week was in town and 
she and her partner kept trying to convince me that I'm probably gay. And there's lots of girls online always trying to convince me I'm gay. I actually posted a picture of me kissing my friend uh, in high school on my stories. And everyone was like, the way you grabbed her face definitely indicates to us that you're gay. And I'm like, or I just grabbed her face. I've grabbed men's faces before. No one's like, you're definitely straight, you know? I wouldn't mind being gay. If I was, I'm, I would totally invite it. But I like that sweet, sweet dick, you know? <laughs> or do I? Anyway, I had some sex dreams last night. And um, about a guy that, like, reached out to me recently, a guy from my past, who was kind of reaching out to me about, like, hey, where are you going to be living pretty soon? I'm thinking about moving this place. What are your long-term goals? Like, he was kind of talking long-term, and it was kind of turning me on. But then I haven't heard from him since. I really think he just, like I said before, I think he wanted to just talk about Crystalia. So, anyway, um, when I was done with my meditation, I went and I pulled up my email that I sent to myself of porn. Like, the, whenever I reach orgasm to a porn vid, I copy that web address and I send it to myself in an email. And so I have, um, and then I send, and then the next time I respond to that email. So I just have me writing me, writing me over the past three years of all these videos. So I went to that. That video was taken down since the last time I saw it, probably because the girl like got, it died afterwards from, you know, internal bleeding. Just kidding. I don't watch that kind of stuff. But yeah, it does get a little grisly. So I just watched though um, a video and it was so good. It was so good. And this is maybe if you, again, I'm going to ask girls to send me porn. I don't want men sending me porn. Please, please don't send me porn. It's too gross. But women can send me porn if you come across a video like this. The guy, okay, so he was, had a really, really big penis, really, really big. And it was one of those videos called Hot Wife where, like, the girl has a boyfriend or a, or a husband, but then he kind of, like, lets her fuck someone else. I don't know. It's always kind of made me feel hot that it's like, oh, this is like a once in a t lifetime experience for this girl and she shouldn't be doing it and her boyfriend kind of doesn't want her but he's kind of turned on whatever so this guy had a huge penis and like just the biggest one I've seen in a really long time and um she was like it's so big or whatever because she was trying to like put it in and he goes do you want to do you want to like ease into it are you okay do you want to can you handle and that made me go whoa Nelly you know when you're like bodies ramping up to have one of those and there reaches a point where it's like you're on a roller coaster and you're you're like just about to pass over the the edge of it and all of a sudden like that's what him just going are is it too much or do you want to do you want to just wait and her going no I can take it. like that him checking in with her he's going to challenge her right this is going to be a lot for her to take, but he's also respectful. God, it's so hot. And it made me feel really good about myself that I came to that interaction. Like, oh my God, I really was attracted to someone who was worried about this girl's feelings instead of like stepping on her head. Like a lot of the porn I watch where men like put their boot on a girl's head. And I'm like, God, I like what you're doing down like below to her, but I don't like the, the boot on the head. I got to go. Um, my parents are going to be home soon. I got to write a book. I got to go write a book. Um, thanks so much. I'm looking forward to doing podcasts all this week. I will see you tomorrow on the podcast. Um, and maybe we'll talk to Aunt Sally at some other point. Uh, you know what I'm going to say, a squirt, squirt, a boot on the face.
This has been a Comedy Central podcast. <laughs> <laughs>